0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter.
1: Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, season ten, episode sixty-eight. I'm John, and tonight I am joined by Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and the wee donkey. Oh shit, that's a wrong podcast. Uh, I'm actually joined by Scott from Footy BlogNet. How you doing, Scott?
0: I was trying to work out which one I was—the Jesus or the donkey. That was one option. It was one of the two I could think of. I don't know which one I was going to be. It was Mary.
1: Uh, <laughs> hi, Tony, how you doing? You good?
2: I'm all right, thank you very much. I'm doing well. apologies for any background noises of children crying, so if you pick that up, I do apologise.
1: Oh, that's all right. Um, we might be crying when we talk about our, our selections from the, the Scotland Fantasy Squad of 1990 going forward and think about our oh, players that, that could have been nearly um, misses and different things like that. But yeah, we're following on from the theme of last week, whereby we picked what we think will be the squad that goes to the Euros that Steve Clark will pick, and also a wee bit of what we would prefer to take as well. Tonight, we thought a wee bit of fun, and it's courtesy of Scott's wife, um, who suggested we do this, where it's a, almost a fantasy squad, so if we were to pick players at our peak, going from 1990 to present day, mm. who would we have in our 26-man squad, so... I've got loads of great, great responses on the likes of Twitter, social media, a few of my mates as well. Um, I know that, Scott, you have picked a full squad and Tony, I think you you missed the memo because you said you've a first 11.
2: Yeah, I, I've, I've got a first 11 that's very in-depth. So, Whilst you guys will be talking, I will be racking my brain trying to remember players who have played and who have half decent or very good during the time in Scotland. So um, feel free to continue. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> After you. Uh, so I, I would imagine that a fair few names will feature from the, the squads from the past when we qualify for tournaments. Obviously, we all know we are going to the Euros. First time we're going to a tournament for 23 years. So, yeah, it'll be interesting, though some of the reaction we've got is from younger fans who maybe don't remember the, the tournaments. Um, Unfortunately, but then that all changes this summer, thankfully, for them. It does, not it might even be that some names that are in the squad just now might feature in it. 26-man squad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. there, there is... Uh, there's probably, from the feedback I've got from the listeners and all that, there's probably two players, you could say three, um, I've got three in mine that are, that are mentioned around. oh I've got four from, sorry I've from, got four from them. recent times when I say recent times I mean under Steve
0: Clark. yeah so I've um, got four players mm. that, that are probably going to this Euros in my 26 months this, this is going to be like
1: the tenant <laughs> yeah uh, this is going
0: to be like all our generation <laughs> <they're kind> of...
2: <laughs> all the hopes and dreams we had <laughs> with these players aye
1: <laughs> So, uh, as like last week, we're going to do a 26-man squad because that's the way the Euros, we, we think, is going um, this summer. So, aye, we'll split it into, obviously, our goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, attackers, and then we'll try and figure out how many we're taking. Now, goalies, I would think you only take three men. You only take three keepers. I want more outfield players. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I, agree. I think we'll be all right with three. I've got four. You've got four. Even though you only had 11 <laughs> players, you've got four keepers. <laughs>
2: Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that once predicted a Scotland team without a goalkeeper, so I can. You know, <laughs> so you're making up for it. You're, you're yeah. making up for it. Now. From not remembering any to remembering four, so I, I've got four, four in my squad just in case.
0: That's his top eleven.
1: <laughs> uh, well, maybe it'll help us
0: out. We won't concede. Uh, so, <laughs> <all> right, so <laughs> I So, I already say that we can have four people not
1: conceded. Aye, right. So, before we get onto what the two, you guys think, and I think. The names will feature. Feedback that I got there was one, two, three, five names mentioned. Okay, no. Now I think two of them, and we've had that discussion before about probably our best Scotland team, or when it was tenant cities, whatever, whatever it was. Mm. Two of them, I think, are from the same time, and would it's it's hard to pick. We've got the same decision, tough decision. That likes a Craig Brownhardt and Andy that I would imagine that mm. the two of them featuring your three-man keeper squad. Not,
0: not mine, no. But yours, no. not. Tony, <laughs> you know, you know, you know the one that I've left out.
1: I know the one you will left out. I Tony, you might have um, maybe the two. Both
2: so court. I, I've kind of went for a mix. I've kind of went for players that. Done something for Scotland yes, during yes. the time, okay. and also players that were good. Um, okay. So okay. my my first eleven, I forget would have players that would have done.
1: But right, okay, what I'll do then is I'll take one keeper from you and one keeper from Scott, and then we'll discuss the others. Maybe I think right. that's maybe okay. The best, maybe okay. So who's your, your Who's your number one?
2: <laughs> um, I've got Leighton.
1: Right. Okay. Aye, so, your, your reasons for lighting.
2: Matt, reasons?
1: Starts and all sorts you've got.
2: Yeah, n- 91 caps Played Italian 90, uh, Mexico 86 prior to that, um, was also World Cup 98 goalkeeper, um, played the majority of the qualifiers for Euro 96 and then was kind of dropped for the tournament for Gorham. Um, as much as probably Gor- I'd probably say Gorham was the better goalkeeper. But again, as I was saying, I'm going for players who I think done better in the Scotland shirt. And I think Leighton probably was a wee bit more better. I've got more m- memorable games with Leighton. I think he was I'm, I'm going to say Lithuania.
1: Sweden, Sweden
2: March is the one that stands out from your eyes. Sweden... Well, who was the one we played? I think it was Lithuania away or something, like and he was absolutely outstanding. Um and he basically kept us in it. I'm sure it was for the ninety eight qualifiers. Right, okay. But It was <laughs> something like Lithuania, Latvia or something. There. It was like one of the teams away from home, and he was absolutely fantastic. Right. Um, what are these? Easy uh, I, I, I everyone, just think he, everyone... he was constant.
1: Aye, I think we're lighting. It's roughly, I can't mind it exactly, but it was in a lot of it 1-2 in terms of clean sheets as well, which is a pretty good record at any level, yet alone internationally. Ah, he,
2: he was. The, the only problem with Leighton was, when he did make a, state, a mistake, it seemed to be in the big tournament. I mean, there was the Morocco goal and the Brazil goal. That was the only thing, you, you know, but other than that, he, he, he was always solid for Scotland, I think, so I, I, I gave it to Leighton.
1: I know, that's fair enough, I think we, we had, apart from yourself, we had three people pick him as, like, definite, he was the best in the position, and we had one person who was torn between Leighton and one other person who I would be a still need if it's not who Scott is going to pick as his number one.
0: So, i got Leighton in my squad mm-hmm. at all, because, you know, the, fr- France 98 was just, you know, that Morocco game just killed off any love I had for, for Jim Leighton um, in a Scotland shirt. And, you know, this is where we talk about certain games and, you know, mistakes and stuff like that. So Andy Gorham, you can't really pick out a major mistake with Andy Gorham, and you know if we, if we want to talk about goalkeeping performances for Scotland at a major tournament then the best one for me was euro 96 and it was Andy and it was in goals the game against the netherlands although john collins also had a good save of that game that in the switzerland game two clean sheets <laughs> um you had um you know not, not a lot you could do with the two goals against the uh, england so yeah, for me, Andy Gorham was just a superstar goalkeeper who, if he played in the Premier League or if he played in Syria or played in one of the big two in Spain, he would be class, world class. But because he played um, for Scotland and Rangers in the nineties, probably wasn't actually given the the dues that he would probably deserved. He's probably not remembered as fondly because there was some times whereby he
1: maybe was sure about whether he wanted to play for Scotland. Because I think he yeah. felt he should have been number one, maybe. And he wasn't. Yeah. I think. And, and then uh, there was other issues as well.
0: But there's, there's, there's things. You know, if we look back in the 90s, one of the reasons he gave, he wasn't in the right frame of mind for Scotland. Now, in the 90s, nobody had any sort of um, mental health awareness, really. And it was just kind of poo-pooed. He just didn't want to play for Scotland. That's that was the the kind of the way the tartan army and the way the media kind of the way Craig Brown kind of felt it was. Whereas I think you know nowadays if somebody was to say that I don't think they'd be treated the, the same way. Um, yeah, he had these these kind of demons, but to be fair, <laughs> you're talking about him between him and Jim Layton, Gorham was the absolute star of the Scottish. Premier Division or Premier League whatever it was at the time and Leighton was nowhere near as good as him you know he was constantly the best goalkeeper in Scotland and he proved that time and time again in the big games especially against Celtic in Scotland so why was there even any competition between him and Leighton apart from the fact that Leighton was fantastic in the 80s Uh, you know there's a few players I think in that Rangers 9 in a row team that just didn't seem to get the, the, the maybe respect's not the right word, but Craig Brown just didn't seem to fancy them for sport for whatever reason. And you know, I, I think that was the same with Gorham. I, I, you know, I, I cannot understand why there was this toss up between Gorham and Leighton because on the big occasion, you could trust Gorham more than you could trust Leighton.
1: Yeah. I mean certainly fifty percent of people went with McGorham as a number one and it's hard to argue. I think probably and it's always it's probably a thing more at international level that happens is that managers are loyal to players. if you've mm. got the jersey, it's very hard to lose that jersey. Um and that's probably why Gorham never gets as many caps as a lot of people think he should have got. Um, I think it would be fair to say, but I mean we had to have two keepers of that calibre to pick from something else. And I've had
0: that over other times as well. Well, as I was about to say about that later on, because the other two keepers that I had were Craig Gordon and Al McGregor, and you know, again, I, <laughs> the reason why I would pick them ahead of Jim Leighton is just simply because I remember in the bigger games, Jim Leighton having howls, whether it was for Scotland or Hibs or Aberdeen or Manchester United before that, there was just that that sort of big occasion. Jim Layton became smaller when other goalkeepers became bigger. Yeah, Craig, Craig Gordon
1: certainly, if Craig Gordon hadn't been hampered with injuries, I think potentially Craig Gordon would have gone to be our best keeper ever.
0: Because yeah. Because he was I, phenomenal
1: I, at such a young age, going to move to Sunderland and then, unfortunately, it just hmm. out because of injuries. And but to, to
0: get back to the, maker. yeah, to get back to the way he was for both Celtic and Scotland after those injuries is testament to him, which probably shows how, Good he could have been. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Craig Gordon, and you know, there's a case that Al McGregor could have been better for Scotland had they not had that kind of Barry Ferguson saga with, you know, under, was it Burley, I think it was under? Yeah, the, the, the V salute. Um, Did it and awesome I country? think, I think, you know, one thing that will probably come through out the squad with certain players is just the wrong era as well. You know, it's, There's only so much a goalkeeper can do and both Craig Gordon and Al McGregor never... You know, Craig Gordon will go to the Euros but I don't think he'll be number one this time. Uh, and it's, it's a shame because there's only so much you can stop and if your defence and midfield aren't stopping balls coming in, aren't stopping shots, there's only so much a goalkeeper can do and I think McGregor and Gordon again unfortunately haven't had that chance at a, a major tournament because of that as well. Yeah. But well, we're, we're going to be all
1: right anyway because Tony's putting four goalkeepers in the team starting lineup, So we should have every corner of the goal covered, which is good. We Aye. And if have penalties as well because they can all dive in opposite directions <laughs> all bases. Yeah, that's stand in the middle. So, Tony, who is your, your fourth man? Or is... Or have you, like, I take it you've got Gorham as well.
2: Aye, so I'm uh, craig gordon and
1: marshall I... oh i, I did with
2: marshall David I, marshall did I, I i've got him down because i, I think he, he has been a good goalie um he's he was unlucky in the sense uh there was mcgregor and there was gordon all at the same time so it's kind of always kind of shuffled amongst the three and then obviously mcgregor it was discussed um kind of went out of the picture. So it was always between Marshall and Gordon, really, about who was going to be the number one. Similar to Leighton and Gorham, actually, if you were to look at it that way. Um, and now it's Marshall that's got the gloves. Um, so I think Marshall's a really good keeper. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, again, going on to what he'd done with Scotland and the penalty shoot, out You know, and he's he's had a, a quite a lot of games where he's been like the best player in the park, where he saved us in qualifiers, even though we may not have qualified for previous tournaments. But his performances in the nation league like, has been exceptional.
1: It's almost been like a redemption story as well, because obviously there was a time whereby he wasn't getting in, he was, mm. he was in the squad, and he wasn't getting to get played. Which to a lot of players that would be frustrating. But to his credit, he's always stuck in. He's never ever said no. I'm not available. Um, he's always been there when called upon so yeah the only other keeper that was mentioned and I, d- I thought I don't know whether he's a wind-up but any game. gave a his other players and I thought no they're alright players was Rob Douglas I don't remember Rob Douglas being
0: I don't it remember was, it, who I I don't, don't he uh, like, was there a for a, a certain period of time so I, I mean I don't know who, who else he, so who else is this guy you know, a lady mentioned and maybe that, he
1: lost his virginity the night that Brad <laughs> Douglas made a great save or something like that. I could <laughs> <be laughs> but you know,
0: maybe it's a Celtic thing, I don't know, or maybe it's. Um,
1: I don't I remember, was I, was... I
2: don't remember Douglas getting called up many times. I, 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 I probably remember him being called up more when he was at Dundee than a Celtic. I don't remember him being called up that often when he was at Celtic.
0: No, it was. It it, it was, There was a period where he was number one. Um, when I mean, it was one of the two that were getting picked,
2: weren't
0: they? Um, uh, I uh, I think, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember, was he? Was he, oh, so- he 19 caps for, for Scotland? Dude. Yeah, was it was a kind oh. of Bertie Volk's time as well, which kind of. Would
2: Sullivan Sol- 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 would have still been number one then? Would he not have been? Well, and
0: Sullivan Sol- was a good keeper Sol- Sol- as well. Sullivan Sol- uh. Sol- uh, was a dependable keeper. Um. Uh, but, yeah, I would, I would have Marshall um, ahead of Sullivan as well. Mm-hmm. So, I think going by the vote overall,
1: um, Gorman, Leighton are going. And then it's whoever the third pick is. Um, well, I think we've all kind of said Craig Gordon, haven't we? And
2: yeah, I've got I Gordon it down. So
1: it's... And got, there was one, so we can't miss about 20-odd folk apart from ourselves, and Gordon got a mention. So, mind you, McGregor got three mentions so it depends if we're going with everybody or just what we think as well. So.
0: well we're the ones here so <laughs> <laughs> I think can, so uh, if somebody if somebody's mentioned Aaron, we've all mentioned it. then I think mm-hmm. we, go, we go with Gordon so we're going with Gordon we'll go with, aye, with Gordon because at least he's going to the Euros as well this time round
1: yeah and who knows as we discussed last week maybe he could end up in number one for the yeah. uh, we'll see now
0: yeah, defenders. us now. I've so got, got tw- nine tw- nine defenders in my twenty-six man squad. i right.
2: will get eight.
1: Okay. Now I'm gonna to go to the The listeners first of all in terms of the one they get the most votes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um so it's good that you prep this I have, I've got it all written down. <laughs> <laughs> <you not> <laughs> 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 right. So,
1: with eight votes, Colin Hendry, right?
2: Yeah. Aye, I've got him. Yeah, he's
1: in mine. Um, obviously, the end of his career at Scotland and the whole, yeah, the San Marino game and all that, but mm. he was great for so many, for, so, uh, like, like for Blackburn, and Blackburn were really good at the time. Listen, uh, uh, can, can, can you... Career.
0: Can you think of a better Scotland defender to have make a last-ditch tackle or, or block? You know, Colin Hendry just seemed to be there so many times, putting his head onto things, getting his body in front of shots, that, digging in, getting a tackle in. No, Colin Hendry, all, all day long would be in my, my Scotland's squad.
2: Likewise, I've got I've got Hendry as my first pick, to be honest, where he's he's right in there. Um, again, he was just fantastic. yeah. yeah. He, he he was a defender that I think everybody really wanted as a defender. You know what I mean? He was he was they scared to challenge. He was good in the air. He was actually quite decent on his feet as well with the ball. You know what I mean? Um, the only sad thing about Colin Hendry is that Gazago. Oh, yeah. that's the that's the only blemish on him, and it's a shame because it makes him out to look. Rubbish, and like people see that goal and presume Henry's a, a useless defender, especially like younger folk. And he really wasn't; he was so much better than that.
1: It shows because if you look from nineteen ninety to now, right, we've had some terrific defenders, actually, mm-hmm. quite one back back the back. Because um, I was surprised he got more votes maybe than the other guy who got the next amount of votes <laughs> in a way, or even another guy. There's a, there's a few centre backs I think. <laughs> Our mm. but, is, no, this, is this line of duty we were carrying,
0: <laughs> we <were> carrying <laughs> H uh-huh. the other
1: guy so I, I think for that it stands the test of time for him Colin Henry well the thing He's is the thing guys, is I think have picked him
0: the, G- the, the Gascoigne situation was that was just genius from Gascoigne there's no it's hard to say because it was against Scotland it was for England the penalty miss right before it, everything kind of went bad for Scotland in those two minutes. But, you know, it was genius from Gascoigne, you know, that that could have been pr- pretty much any defender in the world. And it would have probably happened the same way. Um, Let's get a revenge in this in 2020. I'd love it. Oh. You know, it, was the only, it was the only goal, Go back to Gourham, it was the only goal that Gorham could see. Eh, no, sorry, he's conceded with this year as well, so scrap that the the, uh, the the other thing is if we then go forward in time, it was good against Brazil. you know what I that goal kind of that was the end of and certainly wasn't, you know, against oh. Brazil in ninety eight, against you know, Peak almost Peak Ronaldo, Rivaldo, um Bebeto and everything else, I think uh, he showed himself to be to be top class. Um, yes. Really, probably the best Scottish centre back that I've seen uh, in my lifetime. You know, I I didn't see a lot of golf or McLeish. Um so that was the other two that's, <laughs> they So so, they, so they're not in my squad just because I didn't see enough of them uh, in Scotland's teams. But they probably would have a, had a had a seen them. You know, golf the only real. Because you know, obviously I know Richard golf really well, being a Rangers fan as a kid. But in the Scotland jersey, the thing I can remember him that handball. At Portugal, yeah, the, I the mean, you've got to remember
1: what he was like in the Euros and stuff like that. No, not remember them. I'm too young to remember
0: uh, the, the two no, I was, Euros. Euros in, in the World Cup, I, I remember more for the goals. I don't remember. I, mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like a six-year-old studying the defenders. He he
2: was. I've got golf down. Um, I remember he, he scored the winning goal against Cyprus away. Um, I think we've been 2-0 up. And that was the and, same uh, campaign as the Portugal
1: one, maybe, or
2: was it? No, that was the qualifiers for Italian ninety. Aye, aye. we'd been two, we'd been up, and then they pulled it back to two each, and then I think it was something like the fourth minute, first minute injury time, he scored the winning goal with his head, um, and then. Obviously, the Euros, Euro 92, and then it was the World Cup qualifiers. Um, and then there was a big fallout, wasn't there? Um, they ended his career with Andy Roxburgh. Him and Roxburgh had a big fallout, and Roxburgh said they would never pick him again. Uh, no, sorry, Goff said he wouldn't play for Roxburgh, and Roxburgh said, I'll not, not pick you again. So. That was that, and, and even then when Brown took over, there was above a hope they would he would come back into the team. Um, uh, but again, Craig Brown wouldn't pick him, I think, because of the fallout. He was, the same. Um, he, was the same.
1: he was in the management group anyway,
2: so probably yeah. But great, great defender for Scotland. It, it really was. Uh, as I said, I think remembering the, the qualifiers to Italia 90 he, he was sensational Yugoslavia at home we drew one each and I remember him being absolutely rock solid in that game um, so I brilliant um, the,
0: the, the two things that I remember about Richard Goff I don't think it's kind of spoken highly enough sometimes he was quite fast mm. people kind of underestimate how fast he was and also very intelligent defender uh, everybody I feel back quite a bit as well. Which yeah, maybe helped, I think. exactly. Yeah, it was it um, right back for Dundee United, wasn't he? More often than not. Uh, but I think you know everybody sees the leadership qualities, obviously, and the fact that he can. He was very, very good there. But all-round defender, he was. I think a sensational defender. Uh, really, you know. I. So much pleasure watching on both uh, uh, Rangers and Everton, um, but as I said, I just didn't see his best kind of games for Scotland. or if I did, I wasn't concentrating, um, as I said, mm. on, on the defending aspects. Um Aye, okay. McLeish, another yeah. I, I, again, I, I saw more of Aberdeen, and then when he went to Motherwell, Um I remember, the biggest thing I remember of McLeish for Scotland was his last game because he'd. He'd been out the squad for quite some time and he was surprised to get the call-up um, and that was the kind of only real thing that I remember McLeish in Scotland.
1: Right. I mean, Macleish obviously is more so it'll just kind of cover 1990, but it's pretty hard to look by a guy that gets uh, many caps and he just was such a great defender. And um, we'll part the, was she
2: part of the 92 squad?
1: The, the the you
0: know t- by that t-
1: point I think he, if I remember he was struggling with injuries to be bit um, and stuff like that so he he didn't make that squad but if you're going from a defender from 1991 onwards he's only mm. in the, in the thoughts there was a few people did include him um, yeah because he was in he
0: was in 1993 that was his last appearance for Scotland was 93 but that's what I'm saying he came that was after a, 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 I think it was like two years or so of being out of the wilderness and he, mm. came, he came back. I think there was an injury issue with Scotland and he was actually one probably one of the really defenders that was uh, fit for this. Um but that's the only thing I can remember is that that kind of comeback game.
1: Yeah. Um I, 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 I felt like I never get excited because Folk remember Willie Miller and from before and Bolly Miller mm-hmm. because he was such a good defender but McLeish was was just a shade under probably. Um different type of defender and aye set in, in contention. The other one who, again, defenders, we've had quite a lot of defenders have played for a, a long, long time. Um, retired and maybe as old as 40. David Weir was picked by a few people. I've got my squad. Another one who had a bit, yeah, a, he's my squad. Out, a bit of a falling out with Scotland and then came back into the fold. Yeah, um, But he actually, when he came back in, he, he did play for a good while, actually. It wasn't just a
0: he was came it
2: back
0: not... in and then went out after a Pharaohs game. And, and, mm. Who did he fall out with again? Was it was it the it was Bear Bear yeah. player, I think. And I, I think to be fair, I, can understand, I I think everybody understood that. I don't think there was many people that really, you know, looked at that decision and thought, you know, he's he's totally wrong. Um, I think and then he came back and he was a stalwart again, um, played World Cup ninety eight. Did he, he played as a was it right sided of a back three against Derby or was it right back, right wing back? I can't re- quite remember. I, I was in the pub for that tournament, so um, <laughs> I, he set, I remember the bad points. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm sure he was his ball that set up uh, Burley's goal as well from the right side, um, kind of long ball over the top. Uh, but yeah, he, he makes my you know it was just another kind of consummate professional made other centre-backs look better. If you look at
1: the likes of when he played with Wilson at Rangers, he made Wilson probably get his move for Liverpool. Did he not play as well with Webster a bit as well at Scotland, I think? Probably. Webster was pretty good, but I think, again, we made him look better. Mm. Uh, I think that's when he came back in. It was weird and Webster, because for a while it was Webster and Presley which worked God, yeah, that's at right,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. When we When Weir came back in, it was, it was more kind of Weir and Webster. So we Weir, Weir was uh, terrific. If you're looking at centre-backs, mm. so you've not, you'd obviously because you are a wee bit younger Scotch, so that's maybe why you've not got some of the, the likes of golf and McLeish, maybe. Or did yeah. you have McLeish? Hey, I never had McLeish. Because... No, I did
0: have McLeish, no. So who's,
1: if we go by centre-backs, who, who did you have for other so centre-backs? Se- did you have Weir? I
0: had Weir. Uh, Colin Calderwood. I, I just thought he, he worked really well with Colin Hendry, both, you know, I, I thought they an and Another kind of player, I think we were just, without knowing it, um, in the 90s, we were kind of lucky without really knowing it, and the, the players that we could call upon, I think Colin Calderwood, like if we had a Colin Calderwood now, it would be lauded as our best centre-back. Um
1: I think probably yeah. the problem is that we always get in Scotland is that once a player gets over thirty, they're they're not good anymore. There yeah. were always calls for like get younger players and get younger players and you're like, well, who? And that always is the case. Like you ask who who, who should come in. And so then you know not give an answer.
0: I think you know, I think he offered a bit more pace, I think, than Colin Hendry, but it's just the two of them just seem to work so well together. Um and then Christian Daly, versatile, um plus You've always got that you know the fucking cheats uh, with Christian uh, with Bertie <laughs> Bertie um, so aye uh, so Christian Christian Daly Colin Calderwood Colin Hendry and David Weir uh, Alan McLaren would have got in there I think without injury uh, I think Alan McLaren was a superb supreme defender but just honestly ravaged with injury and just never saw the best of him because um, did he not mark Roberto Baggio out the game at Ibrooks? Yes. Um, oh,
2: yeah, the 0-0 uh, game.
0: The 0-0 game, yeah, because that was my first Scotland game um, live. Uh, so he he would have been a, a, a contender. Um so I've gone with kind of four centre backs.
1: Yeah, I should say Lewis at Fall Cup TV, he had the correct answer for all of us just a team plus squad <laughs> of Christian Daly's it was Christian quite Daly. short enough <laughs> because was you had, if no was to have the, well,
0: that's the, thing with Christian Daly the
1: spirit The energy of Daly would be would be Well beers
0: And the versatility, you know, you can play him right, you can play him at the full-back, you can play him in a back three, you can play him at a centre-back, you could play him in a defensive midfield role. He and started, he started off as a striker. Yeah, he started mm. off as a striker at Dundee yeah. United, so uh, they played for the, the under Twenty Ones and the and they got to the final um, was it the world
2: Burl- under was it under the nine is it under twenties under twenty one World
0: Cup? Under 19s is that the one that under, was like South... Richard, that? Hmm? No,
1: was that with Flet with Stephen Fletcher and stuff like that? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. That, was, that was that was Is no, that the no, Saudi
2: no, Arabia no, the one? one?
0: Yes, yeah, uh, 89. eighty nine, eighty nine under sixteens. Is it under yeah. 16s was this? Is it as young as that, I couldn't reckon. I
1: couldn't well, room. Uh, it was for everyone apart. <laughs> 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 so, Tony, who, who else have you got? Or did are all your all the names mentioned you've got them already? The center backs,
2: yeah. Well, I've got Calderwood, Weir, McLeish, Henry, Goff. Um, I've also got Tommy Boyd in there. Um, simply because, um, when he he could play left back. When he played left back, he was phenomenal for Scotland. I mean, he gets 72 caps um, for Scotland, which is a lot more than I thought he would have got, to be honest with you. I thought he only had about 55 or 60, but 72 is amazing. Just,
1: just 55 or 60.
2: <laughs> but, but, you know, the amount of players sometimes you get, I, I, I presume there was a wee bit lesser than we had. But he could also play as part of a three. So at one point, yeah, he played. Yeah. As, as a 3 with Hendry and Calderwood was Boyd Hendry and Calderwood there was the back three at one point um, with Scotland so I've got him in and then I've obviously brought in the, the newbies uh, Tierney and Robertson
1: yeah, well, um, I not the full yet for fuck's sake <laughs> I know Tierney's playing centre-back though for us recently but bloody hell Tony so get we, the script
0: <laughs> getting, back, getting back to Tom Boyd the reason why I have not picked Tom Boyd is that we'll go against Brazil was that oh it's
1: accidentally <laughs> sing you're basically you're not <laughs> taking golf because of the 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 handball. You're not taking boy because of one instant. No, so, he's taking golf. But yeah, you last I'm week were, it, You're I'm willing to take Oli Bundy for doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nothing. Prefer, it's all bad. It, yeah, it's <laughs> all bad. Just I prefer I prefer somebody doing nothing <laughs> than scoring a goal <laughs> against us because it's a game against Brazil. <laughs> and to be fair. We talk about 71 caps. He robbed some some of those caps. No, I of, disagree.
2: but Boyd, boy,
0: boy, it's, boy. it's not his own fault. It's not his own fault. But David Robertson should have got much more caps than what he ended up getting. And that's because Craig Brown either didn't fancy David Robertson or fancied Tom Boyd too much.
1: I don't think it was a case. We had David Robertson on the podcast. I think it was more so that again the loyalty aspect that mm. Lloyd was in the position and I don't know if Robertson was keen about going all the time and being away from family and he wasn't playing but I think there was a, a combination of things I agree that David Robertson definitely should have got more caps and probably we could even look at this as we're picking our Scotland squad here, does it need to be players that played for Scotland a lot or could it just be players that we mm. think be yeah. there? because we'll come on to strikers later on and one of my mates has picked someone that didn't
2: really feature
0: much for Scotland, but
2: probably yeah. should have. Mm. Right, before we go, I need, I need to stick off for Boyd, because I, I thought Boyd was a great defender and was one of these caps, because simply because I remember, especially in Is the early 90s... I'm it. So, <laughs> in, in the early 90s, him and another midfielder who I've got in the left-hand side of Scotland were dynamite. I remember a game against Finland, I think it was for... The, I think it was for the Euro 92 qualifiers and he just absolutely destroyed Finland on that left-hand side. He was bombing up and down constantly and that's what he'd done. He was consistent all the time and also you could put him into a back three, which you couldn't really do with David Robertson, unfortunately. I don't think David Robertson could go into a back three. I don't think
0: David Robertson could go into a back three, but if you're talking about consistency... (laughs) That uh, David Robertson consistently won trophies and consistently played well in big games. It's you know it's horses for courses. Craig Brown clearly fancied Boyd more than Robertson. I just could never ever work that one out. And uh, I, I kind of you know I, I have four honourable mentions. One was Jim Leighton for goalkeeper and defence. I have I do have to avoid. I do know it's a kind of that one goal against Brazil and the fact that he got more caps that he should have in terms of Robertson deserved at least 20. Which um, is why, you know, I, I've probably not got Tom Boyd in there.
1: Right, okay. we we'll move on slight, like as you mentioned, Keaton Tierney, but who obviously has been playing centre-back, can play left-back. Tierney mm-hmm. was mentioned by some of the younger listeners, so I think he got a few votes. He's probably, yeah, he's the only one defender of this era.
0: They get mentioned... Apart from one other who only got one vote actually. I've I've got Tierney in mine as well. I think um, left hmm. left backs my left backs are both the ones that are playing just now. I think that they're you know ahead of to Tom Boyd in that aspect. If you play if you're talking about Scotland um caps and stuff, obviously Tom Boy comes more into the the and his um Tony says Tom Boyd could play in, in a back three as well. So, but so here's a question so can, for you so both. Concierge, so concerning
1: because if Robert, play right back as well, so. if Robertson's in the midst, is Boyd ahead of Robertson? If we were a squad, we're talking thinking about a squad point of view, and you want Not versatility. Mine. Not in mine. or does Robertson go? Tony,
2: <sighs> are we what? talking about Robertson who played for Liverpool? yes okay Um, (laughs) so a
0: European Cup winner and a Premier League winner but still a debate about how he does for Scotland isn't it you just just answered his question and said it was Boyd I'd take Boyd. It's maybe
1: not, it's maybe not exclusive because Boyd can play centre-back as well. We'll see. Yeah. I think, Listen, Tory I think,
0: likes losing to Brazil. That's clearly yeah. what happens here. Never met Brazil. Where, where I, don't, I, don't, I don't always
1: lo- what it it's like it to beat Brazil. To Brazil. <laughs> um, potentially, I would say there's five definite names. We are Tierney. And then we'll see what else comes up. So, someone who... Right backs or right wing backs, whatever way we're going to play, can yeah. also play in midfield. I would be taking Jackie McNamara.
0: Yep, yeah, he's in my squad. I've got tremendous player. I've got three right backs, but I think Matt McNamara is one of them because he's versatile as well. He can play in midfield. He can play a back three. Um, so it was Jackie McNamara that I had ahead of Tom Boyd in that kind of last defender spot as well so I didn't feel, feel quite as bad because obviously it's one Celtic player for another Celtic player and his versatility as well that kind of he has a wee bit more versatility than Boyd I think is another player who we probably didn't kind of um, appreciate enough during his time um, I thought
1: versatile, maybe, maybe yeah
0: sometimes he got moved about too much or we just I don't know. We just forget that he was a very solid, committed, and consistent performer. So yeah, Jack McNamara was in my Tony, who are you? could I shoot your head a wee bit when was mentioned?
2: Yeah, I, I was a fan of Magnumara, but I, I don't think I ever thought he looked comfortable in the, the Scotland setup. I, I don't ever remember a game. I don't. I don't. I don't remember any standouts from Magnumara. It's compared. I, to the Celtic, I can remember like, things he'd done and what have you, know, I mean, he was really good at Celtic. But again... He,
0: nah. is, that, is that because he was, unfortunately, a lot of his Scotland games were... that kind of era just after Craig Brown, where a lot of Scotland players kind of felt nobody seemed to fit whatever Bertie Volks was trying to do?
2: Um, Possibly, but I just... Yeah I I I just no nah, I, 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 I not I didn't fancy Jackie McNamara in Scotland I don't know why I just never fancied them playing with Scotland they just never felt right or felt a good fit for, for international and as I said I mean I like McNamara at Celtic but I just I just never got that impression with him in Scotland
1: Fair enough who would you have then right who would you have as a right back in the squad right um, back whatever
2: one of the players I really liked, this is quite an older one, um, McKimmy, Aberdeen. That was one of the other ones, McKimmy.
0: Aye,
1: uh, McKimmy will just be there because I a high 90, certainly,
0: and
2: then 90, even 92. No, 96, he, he was... Um... Yeah, he was in
0: the squad
2: for so Euros. Sure, McKimmy for me was, like, constant. He was one of the players that never, ever seemed to... Get yeah, huge, um, starness about him if you want to say that way. He was never in the limelight a lot, but he, he was a stalwart for Aberdeen in the 90s. Um, he was always in the Scotland squads. He, even <laughs>
1: Steven, we had Stephen Wright on even and Stephen Wright had Stuart McKimmy's position at right back. It was becoming mm. that was still getting played for Scotland, mm. um, which again, maybe Stephen Wright I think should have had more caps for Scotland. Um but again, yeah, it probably shows the kind of loyalty if you're doing a job. And McKimmy was probably always a 7 out of 10 minimum. He didn't
2: score that. I mean, I think that's that's the thing I always. Argentina, Argentina goal. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's the thing that always stands out there. The, the Argentina goal of Hamden. Um, the I, Champions I,
1: were
2: the same, weren't they, as well? Yeah. But yeah, he, he, was, he was a good right back for me. Um, I, I'm trying to think of other right backs that we've had over the years.
0: The other uh, one that I've got, so I've got three right-backs, McDamara, McKimmy and Hutton. I, I, and, I, in, I, and Hutton for I, Scotland I, actually was one of our best players during his period at Scotland. When he, was I, ho- Scotland he was winning penalties, he was oh. winning three kicks, he was all, you know, I think about 40-odd caps in the end. Um, he seemed to play more for Scotland at times than he did his club. Um, so... He, he, I think Alan Hutton is another one who was probably better than people gave him credit for, um, and I, as I say, he just seemed to be very, very good going forward for Scotland. Gave us an, once, out- gave us an outlet when we didn't really have a lot of wind.
2: Once just popped into my head, and I, I, I never even thought about it, I wrote down, and never thought. Anya, remember Anya? Mm-hmm. Ah, he was decent. He got I, I, I a crack and go against Germany. Um,
1: he, he was best when he was played further forward, though, I think. Uh, and he was good. To... If we are going for maybe this century. Mm. More Even old Hutton was in this century because you're looking back at McKimmy McNamara being last century. Think yeah. that's, it's hard to go against maybe players that played when we were getting back like the and doing better. Um, but Hutton certainly yeah. I mean that campaign At the life range In Ukraine especially He was
0: yeah, he, he was tremendous it was, As I yeah. say He was one of our best Attacker outlets Now around anything else, And mm. quite something If uh, Andy Robertson Could do that On the left hand side This time around It would uh, really help us We'd have it to play was... A four I think we'd
1: have to play A four at the back I think the end Under, under McLeish, so he was, was McLeish I think McLeish was playing four at the back Because it was Hutton And usually Gary Naismith At left back I think
0: but it was just that license to go forward. that, it, it, you know, I think this is sometimes Andy Robertson, maybe it's because of Steve Clark, who obviously was a fullback, but he just seems to pull on the reins a wee bit. He doesn't want to go straight down. And it actually became Tierney, who was playing at centre half, that was actually overlapping.
1: Robertson? Under, that's the secret weapon. That's the secret weapon. That is secret
0: weapon. Um, but yeah, so, that, so those are those the defenders: Tierney, Robertson, McKimmy, Hutton, Hendry, Calderwood, Weir, Daly, and McNamara.
2: Just, just before we go on, another one who was unlucky just to miss out: um, Callum Davidson. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he he was there for a while. Was uh, 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 a full back with Scotland for a good long period. Um,
0: another one would be Gary Naismith, if you're talking backs. But again, I just don't think Daismith's
1: as good as Tierney Robertson or, or Boyd for that matter. Yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing we'll have is if we then try and pick up what they start the over for us. But that might be another podcast, I think, at <laughs> um, We're pretty good at making them last anyway. But we've got, so we've got, I think the fans were almost there. We maybe need to kind go back. I think we've got Henry McLeish, Goff, we are Tierney McKimmy. I'll be put Robertson goes. in. Is Robertson yeah. get in? I think it's hard to maybe not put Robertson in uh, Yeah. It's more so his club than country, but I think there's still maybe more to come.
2: Hmm. You would hope so. He's still a young lad, so you would like to think that he'll obviously start getting more international confidence in himself.
1: And then there's probably two spaces. Try to see as well, because Chris Chris being Chris, I did say about I, everyone, a top four. I then said, if you, and then he said, squad or just best position. And then he gave me a kind of hybrid of 18 players. <laughs> uh, so I'm just double checking who Chris had, apart from, yeah, he had golf, Henry, Tierney, Matt Navarro, so no other names mentioned in terms of from that side of things. He, but he then had Boyd via Robertson. I think Tom Boyd's probably in there. I think Boyd has got a, a few a few votes. Um,
0: and even you gave him an honorary mention. Yeah, they, uh, they, they did get a mention. Um, and again, versatility. Still doesn't so. does save any bosses for France 98. So we've definitely <laughs> got one, two. We've got, we've got six people here that can play centre-back, which
1: is, is good. Mm. Boyd could play either side. Kimmy can play right back left back and all sorts we've probably got one space left is it was a Calderwood that gets it well did we have Daly? Daly's in there uh, Daly's probably got to be in there just for Christian Daly I think, yeah. I think yeah, Calderwood misses out
2: it was Christian Daly at uh, one time I don't know if he still is the most capped under 21 player or something
1: he certainly it was at was, one yeah. point yeah right, he can still be if Google was your friend in that one I think he, he was for a long time definitely
2: yeah, I remember that. It's been like the famous thing about them for a, a long period. I'm sure, they was seen not part of that? No, well, maybe it wasn't. I was thinking, remember that um, squad that got to. Oh, what was the tournament? No, Not the Tournoir, the other one, the Toulon tournament or something. Remember, it was like the under 20s or something. And they played like European teams. And it was over in France.
0: Uh mm-hmm. huh. Yeah, we did that recently with Billy Gilmore and Yeah,
2: I'm sure we got to the final one year of that. And he and uh, maybe Daly. Yeah. wasn't daily. so,
0: so he still he he got 35 caps. So he's still the leading under 21 cap holder. He played from 1990 to 96 with under 21s. He then mm. won 67 caps for the senior side. Playing from ninety-seven to two thousand and eight. Sixty-seven
1: caps, six goals. Plus a, a good dig at the Germans. All right. we am gonna move on to midfielders and Tony. I'll let you start by getting us who your top midfielder would be of the last 30 years for Scotland.
2: Uh okay, okay. Um so I've put down in this Your
1: yeah, numero Uno. Who's your McFa- McFadden. Metin-
2: McFadden. I've got McFadden.
1: Midfields. I, Mc,
2: McFadden was a midfielder when he started it. I'm I'm McFadden as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I've got McFadden in my
0: midfield as well. That's the one. I... Yeah, attacking. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was no. an out-and-out striker. He was.
2: Striker. Striker. <laughs> he, that he was. He was better as an attacking or mid left wing. behind behind no, the oh, exactly.
0: No, no, no. Exactly. behind the top two. Left wing. Left or a or, or, no. Left. Why have you started putting left wingers as attackers? I can't. know. No, he wants the ball these days.
1: Neil <You're laughs> <bloody laughs> guys that score the most goals. I, I
2: tell you why he thinks that. That blinking pepper
1: he's got Je- behind him. Je- Jesus, Mary, <sighs> Joseph, and the wee donkey again. Hmm?
0: Oh, mother but... of God! No, well, two against one, uh, uh-huh. can at- it? Two against
1: one, <laughs> right? I'll give you two against one when I've got all my people that I've got McFarland as a oh attacker. Aye. No. This Aye, but, but this did is, this is the beauty. This is uh, the beauty.
2: <laughs> because
0: he's been labelled in central midfielder. Central
1: midfielder, that's what midfielders are. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're
0: no they're white midfielders. Those floaters. Floaters, did you say? <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, no, he, that, and that's the beauty of a 26 man squad. So then you've got four, I've got four strikers, so I can put McFadden as my 10th player in the, the kind of midfield area.
2: You get 10, ten midfielders, someone will get 8. Okay, ten,
0: uh, But then again, McFadden's one of those, so it's a kind of forward, mm. hy, a hybrid, and then a couple of wingers. Aye, right, a forward, it's art like central midfield. Hybrid, a central All right, then, I,
2: midfielder. I, after McFadden, I've got.
1: Fletcher.
2: Right, Darren Fletcher, okay. Roger, why are we expanding that? <laughs> ah, yeah,
1: expand on, expand on
2: it. <laughs> Sorry, um, I was just waiting for we told he was a defender or something. Um, right, so... <laughs> uh, I, I thought Fletcher was just unlucky that he was in a really bad team at the time. I mean, there was bad management or what have you. I mean, he he was fantastic for us at times. He, he really was. He ran in midfield and he, he did. He got a lot of stick, and I think that was because people were expecting him to play like he done in Man United, which is all right when you've got like quality midfielders around you all the time. But when he was at Scotland, he, he never had yeah, that. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: Well, they see a midfielder or a striker. He's <laughs> a bench player. Um, so. Uh, you know, he, he never really had that. I mean was the game, he made his debut against Lithuania, I think it was, and he scored a pitcher goal. Um and then he 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 was just a, he was just such a good player. He he, he played brilliantly throughout and he all he was always available for friendlies as well. Now a a lot of them, especially ones that go down south think it's a bit of a burden to have to travel back up here or go abroad to do international friendlies, especially at that time. Um, during the Bertie Votes reign where people were dropping out constantly. But he, he always put himself in. He always always played so I for me Fletcher gets an odd.
1: I think when you talk about the Manu situation he was asked to play a completely different role yeah. for Scotland. He was asked but to control just- the midfield. I find you that one. True,
2: yeah. The people, I think, when he first broke through, a lot of Scottish fans thought he was going to be like an attacking mid, and I think we tried to play him as an attacking mid in the early days, and then obviously kind of withdrew to be more of a defensive mid. So I, th- I think in Man
0: United, right, people thought he was going to replace Beckham, and it was that, nah. and that was the the kind of. Um, because I think he was coming into the squad just as Beckham was leaving and everything else I was like, oh no, well, this, is, this is the place that's going to replace Beckham but it was never, ever going to be that case you know, he was just always a very consistent, dependable gave you his all, kind of central midfielder Um so I, I, I would yeah, I've got Dan Fletcher in my squad, he just, as I say just gave you absolutely everything like you, you said, Tony, he was just there he seemed to be able, any time he was called up, he
2: was there, apart from obviously unfortunately laterally with his illness. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as well with him, I always remember there seemed to be a lot of hype about him when he, yeah. when he first broke into the team. And I think that goes back to what you were saying, in the sense that in Man United, nobody kind of looked at him as like the next best thing. It was just, he's a player that's going to be developing. Whereas I think with us, as as a nation, we hadn't qualified for about five years by that point, so we were kind of looking for that player that was going to like be the, the new guiding light, the new hope, basically, to take us on to that next and that, level, and I think we all, we all thought that was going to be him, and it was unfair because the position he played wasn't going to be the position that would do that, you know?
0: And the other thing is, I think one of the things that kind of counted a wee bit against him in that sense was... We hadn't had a Man United player in our squad for a considerable amount of times, mm. Brian McClure. Um So I think people just thought, because he was now playing for Manchester, a Scottish player playing for Manchester United, he mm. had to be all bells and whistles and winning his games and he just wasn't fitted into that mould. So as soon as the Scottish fans, I think, started to appreciate what he could bring to the table, which was dependability, mm. keeping the ball given he's all, you know, making good runs and stuff like that. Um, I think everybody just calmed down a bit, and that that's what helped him. Um, so, yeah, Darren Fletcher would definitely there. I think John sold you short as well, Tony, about asking you to name numero uno out of all the central midfielders that we've had in, oh, in the past. because I want to try and get a wee bit of
1: balance. You have one, <laughs> the listeners have one. I don't want everyone shooting a load too early.
0: Right, Scott, who's your number one midfielder? That's midfielder. what I'm saying. I don't know. There's so many good midfielders. I, I, I honestly. Well, we need to pick a starting
1: 11 at the end of this, so we need, a, we need somebody.
0: Well, I don't know. We need to start 11. I've given you a 26 man squad. Uh, probably Gary McAllister. Right, okay. I think. Fantastic he uh, set pieces um, again. Just we didn't know how good he was until he, he retired from the national team. Gave his all. Was I? So a I'm surprised you got him in because he missed a penalty. So is
1: that? I thought you'd
0: done oh, bad. That's the ball, you, you the budget. ball moved. The ball moved. Um, no, I, I the, the biggest, the big, You know, I'll say it to his face. He should have given that to Alan McCoy, But apart from that, you know, he was a kind of. A, you know, it was just a, a, a
1: super <laughs> talent. Effectively, if we had had Gary McAllister in the same era as Darren Fletcher, we would have been sorted because Darren Fletcher wouldn't have had to play the role Aye. that he, he played for Scotland. Um, McAllister got about four, four or five votes from the the audience. So, yeah. Oh, they could pick a pass. I never pick them. Could... At See? all. Even in the even your squad. Not at all. Even in the squad.
2: No, nah. and it's not even just just because of, of um, the the penalty. He was just to me. he was just one of these players that flattered and deceived. Um, when it came to Scotland, he, I yeah. The the only th- the only game I ever remember him doing really well was against. I think it was Romania in the qualifiers for Euro '92, and he scored. He had a really good game. Um,
0: he
2: was of the match, but no, end. I remember his 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 last
0: game.
2: He was of the match against the Dutch when we drew no nil in 96. Yeah, see, I I I didn't think lying. he was that great. I I, I I I was never a fan of McAllister. No, uh, yeah. I mean, just never a fan of
1: him. Oh, I did like him. I think the way his career ended at Scotland is was harsh when you consider what he'd done previously. It, yeah, I, think it could again, be, I think Tony, though, no, know, I would agree, he maybe wasn't quite as
0: good for Scotland as he was at club, um, I would say. I don't know, I, I, think, I think, again, we were just in that era that we thought that he should have been better than what he was, and now we've seen the draws that we've had since 1998. He walks into every Scotland team since 1998 as far as I'm concerned, even, uh, even
1: this one. Right. I'm going to the listeners this time, the audience. So the person that get the most votes, Barry Ferguson.
0: He's in my squad, but I wouldn't say he's been the best. Uh, he I think it's been potential... age, partly.
1: Maybe, let me see, in terms of who voted him. Uh, I would say, aye, I think it's maybe an age, then when I look uh, at the people that voted for him.
0: He, he had the potential to be the best centre Redfield in that period but um, I don't think he realised that Um he certainly would, would be in my squad, he was probably the best player at keeping possession um, and you know, I, I can't really uh, argue with that he scored an important goal, was it Italy he scored the goal against? Yes, then, yeah, then yeah then we actually did, we ended up losing that game anyway um. So yeah, listen, I I love Barry Ferguson. I think he's a fantastic player, but it just it, it, as I say, he'd be in my squad, but he just wouldn't be my get kind a of top pick.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm going to pick John Collins in midfield. Yeah, um, he's in
0: my squad as well. Um, wind
1: of my left foot, great set pieces, very intelligent, great striker at the ball. Obviously, he was one of the maybe the early ones as well at that. And that time's got the nineties to move abroad. Did well abroad as well. I, just I think, think a really good player.
0: I'm I thinking that's think. what Tony was thinking of when he was talking about the Boyd kind of partnership. Yeah. On the left hand side of yes, the he was, was certainly a midfielder.
1: Goals. He was certainly not a midfielder. Um but uh I don't know what's happening to Tony. I think Tony's Tony's on the half at me now, I think, because I've <laughs> slighted him from McFarland. Hopefully we get him back. Do, uh, but no I do, think Collins
0: are superb. So I've got two other central midfielders. Um, um, Collins has scored apparently against Brazil as well so that's why he's better than Tom Boyd for instance he scored the right way um, the two, two name,
1: doesn't one, go. name one anyway and we'll see if it matches up with the listeners
0: nah, then, if, if, I, if I went to try and guess what the i have got I've got John McGinn John McGinn picked by nobody but nobody. better in
1: mind I only ask for the best in each possession
0: right okay so I've, the other one I've got is Joe, yeah, Stuart McCall
1: Surprisingly. In other words,
0: McCall. He would be a contender for me. For a, for a squad though, that's the difference. You were talking about best player in that position. So I can understand maybe why he's not been picked from the, the listers. But if you're picking a squad, then he's the kind of water carrier. He's the and that's why I've not got Scott uh, Brown in the squad.
1: Well I would have McCall, but I'd also have Paul Lambert. Paul
0: oh, Lambert's Paul Lambert, sorry, votes. yeah. Paul Lambert's uh, my number fourteen. I forgot if,
1: that. If you had, I think Lambert McCall and Fletcher as an options for the defensive midfield type role, you'd be you'd be delighted with that, especially just now in a times in a time whereby it's looking like we could go to the Euros with no defensive midfielder as such. Yeah, well,
0: so, Stuart McCall was fantastic against the Netherlands, and he was man of the match against Switzerland at Euro '96. Uh, Paul Worm, against Sweden as well, McCall. Yeah, in '92 it was. The no the Italian ninety. Italian ninety was that McLare, McCall, McAllister? Mac, uh, Sweden was two one. So it was so McCall and So who scored it CIS? That was McLare. McAllister.
1: Oh, I think it
0: was all three mix. It might have been it may not be McCall though, that one. Um, um, the John McGinn just for that kinda his goal scoring form and this kind of campaign, he's, um, he's got one and three for us roughly. Yeah, just, so just, just I right. couldn't overlook. I couldn't overlook that to be honest. Um, I had uh,
1: Paul day Paul was given a shout by a few people as well. Again, I don't remember the best of
0: Paul Day. Yeah, I don't remember the best of Paul Day, young, Especially not for of Scotland. Um, I remember more at Celtic um, in the, the kind of early to mid nineties. Um, Paul Lambert, you know, a European Cup winner, Mark Zidane out of the game. Always seemed to play for Scotland when called upon again. Um so yeah, he was a very smart, intelligent midfielder, so you'd definitely be in my squad.
1: So I think we've got then uh, if we go by everybody, we've got Ferguson, we've got Collins, we've got Ferg- McAllister Collins Ferguson. Uh I think McCall and Lambert would go Leipzig. in. Well, see, Fletcher, his problem, he never got enough votes. The only people that voted him. And if you look across the board, at all the midfielders, McAllister's there a few times, Ferguson's there a few times, Collins is there a few times, Lambert's there a few times. Fletcher only got one vote apart from Tony. Really? Um, and McStay got more votes, I think, as well. Probably, even though we don't quite remember him. I think but he'd probably Chris, be in there.
0: Chris, in McStay? Well, Chris in the his midfielders
1: did have Paul McStay yeah you had Lambert McStay Collins
0: so yeah it was just a Celtic team Wait, so, had, I think Tom Boyd Tom Boyd in there you had uh, Steve, uh, Stephen Caldwell and Chris's team
1: but it's aye, but see his, his best plans for each position they were all Rangers players and actually that was quite a common thing with Celtic fans that I had voting
0: and it was the same three players they got voted on. I would have thought Chris would have had Jonathan Gould in goals Jackie McNamara no
1: no you stop trying to wind up Chris when he can't answer, right? Okay,
0: um, so Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon is the Scotland manager.
1: Potentially, aye. McAllister, Collins, Ferguson, McCall, Lambert, McStay. Um, the only other person got a shout was Jim Bate. Good like very, very talented midfielder. I just didn't see the best of them.
0: Certainly not Scotland. But,
1: yeah, again, like
0: me, I never seen... I don't remember them uh, enough, but... With someone oh. they um, so I've got to shout. So I've got three kind of wider players, well, two wide players, and James McFadden is a kind of floating about free roll. Aye. Well, McFadden's going uh, in as an attacker going by
1: audience, something like that, and overall votes. And the fact he played more up front for Scotland than he did midfield.
0: Well, did it? Right. All his best goals
1: came from outside the box. Aye, because we bloody defended that deep. <laughs> So but the two white players then are White midfielders is this
0: or Wingers? Wingers. Wingers Wingers are white midfielders. Wingers stroke white midfielders. Better on who's playing. If it's Craig Brown, it's probably white midfielders. Uh, Neil McCann and Pat Nevin.
1: Remember Pat and Evan for Scotland?
0: Yeah, Pat
2: Evans are really good. I, I was thinking about getting Pat Evans in, but in
1: the oh, they see nice you to join fans. us. Aye,
2: uh, yeah. it's, it's not my fault. The connection's not oh. too great down here. Aye,
1: oh,
2: yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I forget. aye, I was thinking about Pat Evans. To be fair, but then I, thought, hmm, I kind of weighed against it. Um, but uh, yeah, he was, he was in my mind.
1: I'm sure partners
0: everybody plays it. Obviously you've got Forrest and Fraser just now. I They've think had I'm had just so, I
1: think I'm just so used to seeing Scotland
0: be at their best when they play three-back,
1: to be honest. Because if you think back in the nineties, a lot of time we were three-back. Mm. So potentially it would be mm. wing backs, so I like to so have a Matt Namara or a Dearly. Mm. see uh, in the
0: there. reason the reason pretty much for Neil McCann. Mm my b- biggest reason was that game against England that we nearly overturned that 2-0 deficit, he was absolutely superb and putting that cross with Don Hutchison um, mm. Neil McCann nearly changed that whole game for us, so that's why I've got Neil McCann in there, and I just like to have that if I'm picking a 26 man squad I like to have that variety like I oh, can I then do play wingers rather than David, I mean, so if That's uh, what we are talking about uh, for this squad we just now, is we don't have winners in the squad Really? Well, less Forest and Fraser, yeah. and that's always a, a touchy subject.
2: Uh, them. I, I'm not a winger fan, to be honest with what? you. i You're um, nah. not a
0: winger
2: it's fan. Just because you live in England uh, and you're not anyone, so. know, yeah, you not anymore. I know. I, I think it's a bit outdated, to be honest with you, nowadays, wingers. I'd rather have two hold and, and put my three attacking mid through the centre.
1: What are, you do- what are you doing? What are you doing?
2: Two holding. Uh, that's three that's attacking. Three at the back, two holding, three centre attacking mids and then two up front.
1: So we're joined tonight by Martin <laughs> O'Neill on <in> the podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> <A> mu- <laughs> bet
2: muscle
1: O'Neill set by Elton. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a we've probably not hard and uh, what winners have we had? <laughs> 190 onwards apart from Pat Neb and Evan McCann that have been i you mean,
2: try to think. think
1: uh, maybe occasionally I've been alright for us.
2: McFadden?
0: Yeah,
1: McFadden.
2: Did play on the left? <laughs> uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think who else there has been. Buck. Anya? Hi, oh, who was alright for that
1: period, but. Mm. There will be folk, but it's just the uh, again, we just heart we, like, we always because... kind
0: of put like Joe Collins would have to go out left sometimes. You'd have Snodgrass playing out wide. Um, we wouldn't maybe have out and out wingers, unfortunately. I
1: think in the 90s, even when we played a four, it was much a diamond because you'd have Collins, you'd have McCall, you'd probably have McAllister, and you'd have maybe McStay. So it'd be more like a diamond. Mm. We're all central midfielders. And even now, uh, even now, you look at a more and it's, it's central as we play. We don't have. Yeah, I, I think we can, well, I think
2: the, the difference was I think back in the nineties it was more four four two formation until Brown kind of took over. But, but, but mid nineties up until mid nineties it was solid four four two, and under Brown we were, we kind of had that three at the back, and it was two wing backs. After that,
0: yeah, that's the only at the back half.
2: Remember, hey, we, better,
0: nobody's, but...
2: nobody's mentioned scored, the guy that scored the last goal
1: for Scotland in a major tournament. Again? No. Anyway. Oh, Burleigh? Burleigh, yeah. I, I've got him in my squad. Burleigh?
2: For midfielders, yeah. I, I suppose Burleigh played at wing-back the odd time, didn't he? But um, certainly our central midfielder, I, uh, I I've also got Strachan because i Strachan, if you remember, came out of international retirement um, for the qualifiers for Euro 92, and he was like
1: one of our best players. I like Strachan, but I feel he's more he never... Striking Strachan
2: during those qualifiers was like our main guy. Is he he was lefties? <laughs> he, he was phenomenal in, in, in the qualifiers to the extent like there was a big campaign to try and get him to play in the actual Euros and he, he wouldn't do it
1: he, was, he certainly was a great midfielder but I don't I think for the 90s onward, 90 onwards for Scotland
0: maybe no I don't know was Scott Brown then because I have to have him as an honourable mention
2: no never picked him
0: nah you only got one vote, I
1: think, as well. And you consider all the other holding midfielders type that are there. Oh, yeah, that's Just what I was getting Hedda, Hedda Lambert, Fletcher.
2: I mean, all, all mine were, were practically central midfielders anyway, so...
1: Good. Good. My, my, Talk to but, me, Tory. Talk to me. I've
2: got, mid- I've got Lambert, Strachan, Fletcher, Fair Collins, course. McFadden, and I'd have McCall McStay Burley.
1: Actually, effectively it's, oh, so effectively, we've, yeah. we've got a general, we've got a general theme about midfielders. Which so McCallus, Collins, Ferguson. McCall Lambert McStay. Um, <laughs> I think McGinn could potentially go in in terms of his record and go one in three. I think has to be considered. Mm. I support. Uh, the problem is, we here. We've got a twenty-six man squad, and we've no. We're talking about not having many wingers. We're getting on to strikers, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: going by, we'll have strikers probably that have even scored a goal for Scotland in this squad. Well, we've never, we've never, we've never <laughs> even, apart from maybe Dennis Law, we've never really been that well off for a a striker that's got a one and two or even better yeah. but a one in the threes yeah. one and fours and and it's frustrating it would be, it'd be terrific <laughs> to have a striker that you think you go to watch Scotland and they are go to score so
2: the move. way the it's way I'm
1: hopeful, you're hopeful they'll maybe score you the know, way really i got a goal from a set piece or something like that
2: the way I look at it is I look at them during either a, a strikers who played well during a qu- uh, qualifiers as Campaign or an actual tournament campaign, and there was two that stuck out for me from memory, and I double checked, well, and yeah. There's someone that get twelve <laughs> votes. There's Boley someone McBunley.
0: that got. Only McBurnley get twelve votes. Someone get five
1: votes, and after that, there's only maybe so is it, is one, it only... two.
0: John. Two, John, is it Ollie McBurney? They get twelve votes.
1: Aye, from his family. Aye. (laughs) 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 Uh, So,
0: so, aye,
1: there's three main names mentioned. I'm going to name names that are only get maybe one vote, just to see whether Mm -hmm. maybe there could be possibilities, or we discount them completely. And we're looking at we're talking about from a sporting point of view. Gordon Jury.
0: He was my notable mention for the striking conditions. He was. You know, he's he, he, he's very unlucky not to make my four strikers because Gordon Jury, again, was just a very good striker. Could run the channels, could do a lot of running. Um, I think he... Was one of our better players in the Euro 96 in so the forward line. Um, probably played
1: a kind of wide role for in 96, I think, as well.
0: Yeah, it, it, I think the way, Gordon, uh, the way Craig Brown used the, the forwards was a bit strange in Euro 96, to be honest. Um, always gave his all. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I could definitely, popped up with some important goals. I would definitely have him in the, the, the conversation. Golden jury. Okay, um,
1: the, the other one, I think it's just one of my mates who's an Aberdeen fan, just putting an Aberdeen name. I, I did like him, um, Scott Booth, but I don't think he would. He
2: nah, was,
1: he, would he was. He's one, again, one of maybe that era, that time that he, everyone was getting spoke about, oh, that's best in, that's best in. Yeah, uh, didn't quite work out. He was a good player. Mm. But for, I think he was pretty good for Scotland,
0: considering I, think, sport, I think for, record. From the, the the five that I've you know I've got four in the squad and plus Jury, he doesn't touch them, I don't think. And I would say that, although he wasn't an out-and-out striker, I think Ian Jess was a better kind of player than Scott Booth.
1: Yes, definitely. I think he I think as well with Jess as he could have played um, up front or he could even, at times when McAllister, I think, was maybe not his best for and Jess, could have got more caps. Yeah. I think, uh, I think
2: as well... That's, what, what, that's
1: what, There's a few guys... That, we spoke about the likes of Robertson earlier, Wright, McLaren, Jess, who would, would be in there in terms of not getting enough caps. They, they should have played more. And maybe there should have been a, a smoother transition from when Brown went and then we were left with a very, very old squad. It
0: was almost a generation that missed football. Ian so hmm. always... Durant probably should have got more caps if it wasn't for that injury as well. You know, He was a, a class player and you know, I showed it towards the end of his career how intelligent he actually was. Um, but no, I wouldn't have Scott Booth in my... Oh, um, so 12 votes. Uh, He's your best partner, isn't he, uh, Yeah, chatting to him the other day on Instagram. Super Ali McCoyst. Um, just, you know, two golden boots. Um, scored that great. My favourite ever Scotland goal was the one against Switzerland. Um, just you know it's it almost he it always seemed to pop up you know when we needed him maybe not so much Scotland but even in that instance it was against Switzerland where he just it had, somebody had to score it looked as if we weren't going to score in that tournament and then he got a start and scored that goal um, and not even wasn't a typical Alan McCoy's goal by any stretch but He'd missed a couple before then, and it just shows you the kind of resilience that McCoy's always had, that he was just going to keep on getting chances, and he was going to take at least take one. Um, so, yeah. Um, I feel for McCoy's as well. Seeing Scotland,
1: an employee, maybe my memory's playing tricks on me, he was a sub quite a lot.
0: Yeah, again, I think Craig Brown and Andy Roxburgh, you know, it's, it's funny. It's it's probably a bit like Chris Boyd was under Walter Smith and Alan McCoy so in terms of people just didn't seem to to trust him certain times and or whatever, or they seemed to they think you know they would he need it somebody that was harder working. But if you watch that Switzerland game, he he worked his socks off. He, you know he got the goal because he worked his socks off. Um, I, I I don't totally understand it. I don't know. You know he, he certainly didn't. Score the same amount of goals for Scotland as he did Rangers, but then there's different teams and stuff like that. I'd have liked to have seen him with um, playing up front with a, a kind of Scott Booth or a more maybe with Jury or Duncan Shearer. Um, I think he would have done well in that kind of thing. I've
1: forgotten a name that I was going to mention that got a, a vote Lee Wilkie. No, Duncan <laughs> Ferguson, who obviously never get the Well, card that was the for doing... Scotland. And that you were going to say him. I could see earlier when we were talking about players. Yes. And I said one of my mates has mentioned someone yeah. that didn't play much for Scotland but certainly could have been under consideration to get a lot more. So Duncan Ferguson, and you could argue he would be I mean, defenders themselves hated playing against him. He absolutely oh, detested it. He,
0: he was he was probably the biggest bully that's ever been in the Premier League in terms of just ragdolling defenders and midfielders in England. Um he still never ever reached his potential, always seemed to pick up an injury, Duncan Ferguson. Um but on his day, nobody was winning the ball in the air. Um very good in the deck as well, and with just as out muscle, any defender, Jap Stam, anybody like that. You know, it was you know you know, Roy Keane took a step back from Duncan Ferguson. There was just something about him that just nobody nobody liked. But only game that I can kind of remember him for was the Germany game. Yeah, and that was it, and it was a good save from the goalkeeper, which he um,
1: featured in as well. two of
0: them. Yeah, um, but you know, he Duncan Ferguson's not in, in the mix for me just because he, he never played enough, um, and uh, that's the and you know it's um, I think so. I've got I've got Ali McCoy, um, and I've probably so who was the one that got five then five mentions.
1: The, who do you, James McFarden because he was a striker for Scotland. Uh, McFarden I quite a few people picked him. Um, obviously, remarkable goals. Again, if we talk about Fletcher trying to carry a side, when you had McFarden in your team, he's maybe the last player we had in there that you thought, hi, we've got a wee chance." Even against the, the really good teams, you thought he can produce a wee bit of magic. He's a maverick.
0: Yeah, he's a, he was a maverick, um, but that meant he played most of his game outside the box, so I wouldn't class him as a striker.
1: An Attacker, yeah, attacking midfielder. Uh, um, the other thing, as well, hampered by injuries, like he could have probably been even better uh, if it wasn't for the injuries that he suffered. Yeah, and maybe we'd be looking at him as being the top scorer of
0: all things for Scotland. And who did, so, who
2: did Tori have as his top striker? Um, my first choice, so I, I, as I said, I went looking at uh, campaigns, so I with Mo Johnson yeah. um, because of the Italian 90 qualifiers um, he scored two against France at home um, at Hamden um, he scored against Yugoslavia at Hamden as well from memory um, I think he scored six goals in the qualifiers the goals to Italia 90 um, and at that time he was just phenomenal
0: so can I just check? So from ninety onwards, you've picked the guy that scored all his goals, in 89? it? Eight, eight, eight,
2: eight, 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 uh, and uh, well, the qualifiers <laughs> to Italia ninety, and then in Italia ninety, he did score against Sweden.
0: I think when you because I've went kind of the same route for for one of my strikers in terms of uh, qualifiers and stuff, and I went with Kevin Gallagher.
2: Yeah, he's my second uh,
0: one. Yeah, for for a. Uh, Qualifying <laughs> campaigns and stuff, Kevin Gallagher just seemed to always pick up an important goal here, there, and everywhere, like Austria and stuff like that. So, um, kind of very um, smart with his runs, he uh, could get in behind defences and stuff. Uh, it was one of those kind of Scotland strikers that scored more than we probably thought he could um, when he was getting first called up and stuff like that. So Um, Yeah, Kevin Gallagher would be in my squad. I was
2: looking at Kevin Gallagher's stats actually, and the qualifiers to 1998, his club career and his international career were his best ever. At Blackburn he scored 20 goals that season, the highest he'd ever scored for any club uh, in a season and he scored six in the qualifiers so I kind of all seemed to be around those two years 97, 98 for him That's after cool. that he was never
1: the same so he scored three goals apart from like that he had 53 appearances mm. and nine goals which isn't quite enough and even if you consider some of the other names that we've had well, the other name it, that gets mentioned enough. was Kenny Miller yeah, Kenny uh, in
2: Miller
1: who was mentioned by a few folk um, I think Miller, McCoy, McFadden would all be in there.
2: I, I, I was going to say I've got two. I've got two others again, just um, for from memory. To be honest with you, I'm not really checked. But John Spencer, at the time, was really a good striker. I thought John Spencer was really good with Scotland in the mid nineties. Um, as a linker player, he seemed to get the odd goal here and there. And the other one I went for is a bit of an outsider. Um and this was more to do with the Euro ninety six qualifiers. John McGinley. John McGinley did a, a
0: good turn
2: for Scotland mm-hmm. um in those qualifiers, but I just wouldn't you know I wouldn't have him in a hit like McCoy or Jury. Oh, I've got um, I have got six So because of the way my midfield went, I only had 8 to midfield, so I've got Johnson Gallica, McGinley, McCoy Miller, Spencer.
1: What about throwing a name in, but he only like really probably played in ninety, I think. Alan McInally.
2: Uh McInally to me was always too uh, he was like the Scottish castker you know. He was that kind of player, he was just like I don't know. He was, enough, was old school.
0: See, I don't want to dampen your spirits, Tony, because you've, you've said a lot of this is via memory. Yeah. But I've just checked with John Spencer because I couldn't remember a Scotland goal for John Spencer.
2: I thought he scored. Did no. He score? No. Four- oh, 14, there you go. Cap,
0: 14 caps, zero goals. But he did play against England. So, mm. I, I, I think just because we've seen that game so many times, we think, yeah, I, I,
2: Scotland I, yeah, I thought he scored a Hamden against somebody at some point. So, I think we just be...
1: had a, a major issue with strikers that don't score, don't score enough.
0: That's important. Mm. The last striker that I picked hadn't scored enough, but he scored two against England, so that's why he's a oh, Lee Griffiths. Don Hutchison actually Don Hutchison Mm -hmm. I really like Don Hutchison uh, For Scotland But Yeah I I, I just did think He was an all Out and out striker
1: He'd probably be An in between Um,
0: I don't know if Griffith's done done enough For Scotland Again I think No it's just It literally is those goals against England
1: Um, If we're looking Even at names again Maybe never Necessarily did it For Scotland But in this era Someone I always felt it Was harsh In terms of not getting Enough starts John Robertson. Yeah,
0: John so Robertson. Like yeah. Yeah. I always
1: thought at the time, and I know we were quite well, you, you say we were blessed for strikers, but you mentioned mm-hmm. about how we've no doubt really had a particularly great scoring rate. Just a, a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Maybe his problem was was he maybe too similar to McCoys, and you only had one or other that was going to get a chance, really? um, I don't know. See,
0: this is the thing that it's like, the Duncan Shearer thing as well, did he get enough chances? But seven not. caps, seven mm. caps, two goals. He offered something different. He was, you know, they had that kind of physique and, you know, he was actually a very smart finisher. Yeah, he only ever got seven caps, two goals. Um, Billy Dodds. Yeah, was I, was a, a I was thinking of
2: Billy Dodds, yeah.
0: Billy Dodds, yeah, is another one. It, it, it would just work his socks off. Um, but, yeah, it's... He scored an important strike against Finland, Duncan Shearer, which helped us to 0 96 without actually getting into the squad. Yeah, John Spencer did, with 14 caps and zero goals. Uh,
1: trying to think who else there's been. I mean, over Stephen Fletcher, but, <sighs> but he did always score his goals it's against Gibraltar. Aye, if, mm. uh, if, if, if... If the medals qualify, were, we're sorted, um, and then
0: seemed to always go and half some points. Um, uh, what's a good striker. A... Chris Boyd, if you're goals. yeah, involved. Chris Boyd.
2: I was thinking, uh,
0: I but just... not against not really for Scotland because he never suited playing up front by himself. Because Scotland, especially yeah. in the last twenty years, probably even beyond that, it's been we had to have a hard working striker, somebody who's willing to go into the wings, somebody who's willing to chase down and press. And that was just not Chris Boyd's
2: game at all. Another one, Keith Wright. He never really gave hardly any caps, oh, but he was really good at Hibs. Yeah. He was he an was, he was outstanding striker Hibs, but never really gave any caps.
1: I'm about Hibs, and actually someone who maybe did better for Scotland where he did club that Darren Jackson, was pretty decent at times for Aye. Scotland. Was it? Um...
2: Aye, Jackson was all right. Nah. He wasn't anything special. He was a good utility man.
1: Um, just in terms of, we are probably struggling for strikers. I just the I'd be tempted for. to put Duncan Ferguson. I don't even know he, he never got many caps. Just for he should
2: have. See the thing <laughs> I, I I always remember about Duncan Ferguson was his last game Estonia. Remember yeah. the one that got rearranged? Yeah, and Michael. it was yeah. And what happened was we just started playing high balls constantly. Um, again, that could have been altered, given if he'd got more caps and what have you, but. It was a it was a terrible game that game. Yeah.
1: Um, Maybe we should just take a twenty three man squad
0: for Brazil. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've got another goalkeeper, Antony and Yemi. What for?
1: I think even the younger listeners
2: don't know that, Joe. Mm. It, it pops up. everything. Uh, every, yeah. yeah. Do, a do, do you know what? See the guy that made that phone call? I bet he wished he'd licensed that recording or something. He'd he be loaded, that boy.
1: Was it not but a time, though, where I was talk about maybe we'd break the rule, the home nation's rule, and we'd allow people that had stayed in the country for a while? Because remember, I think Diddy the Gart was getting touted for a call-up at one point. I I remember that, yeah. residency rule. Yeah. Uh,
0: Talk, was there was a lot of talk just a couple of years ago with James Tavernier. They'll try to do something about because his British passport and mm. around it. It's yeah. It would end up an absolute mess. You know, I, I I I don't mind the way the system is just now. I know people don't like it going back to the of you know, grandparents and stuff like that. You know, but you know, I've got no problems with Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay, honest to God, I think his family are Scottish. He goes up to to Scotland and things like that, so he does think he's Scottish. Um, another one, obviously, Shea Adams was the, the the most recent one. I've got no issues with that. You know, he turned down Alice McIlhish. I did down Alice at that moment in time?
2: There was a few. I mean, was Melody not born in Malaysia or somewhere like that? Yes. Yeah, yes. and um, Goff
1: I mean, I in Aberdeen.
2: Uh, Goff. Richard Goff was born in Stockholm.
0: In yeah, South in Africa. In Africa. No, it? It? Yeah, he was born in Stockholm, but grew up in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Most Stuart McCall wasn't. All in Scotland. Andy Gorham was. Andy Oldham was at best.
2: Yeah, Oldham. I think
1: quite a lot of the Craig. Matt Elliott.
2: Matt Elliott. Yeah, a, yeah there's a blast for the past. Yeah, so we've, we've heard It's not. It's not like it's anything new. You know what I mean? So I'd, I think I, it's I, when I, it
1: went down the grandparent rule that folks, Because I think <laughs> for a point it was just the parental thing. Folk were like kind of all right with, but then it went to grandparents. And then you're like is it pushing it but,
0: a bit too far, uh, maybe? It's, 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 I don't know. My, so my grand's English. I'm proud of my to have English roots and you know nothing you know, at Clinton's where she was kind of born and brought up in Blackpool. I've, i am fine with that. I don't feel I feel Scottish uh, do you know I mean? but i still feel a connection to north of England. So, you know, as I say the same thing with Scott McTominay. loves his Scottish grandparents I know he's got his dad's Scottish as well but you know it's just and sometimes yeah players will make it a bit more professional and a bit more just to get into an international tournament but if he's going to score a goal say Lyndon Dykes for instance who doesn't want Lyndon Dykes playing for Scotland he's got so much connection to Scotland that you know what does it matter if he's the one that scores as the winning goal who's going to complain then
2: Yeah, see, I I agree with that, because, like, I know as a kid growing up, it was always between Ireland and Scotland, because my grandfather was Ireland, was Irish, I should say, and um, we used to go to Ireland every year, Donegal, what have you, and we were always over there um, for, like, long summers and what have you, so, I mean, obviously, Scotland, for me, Scotland's the team I support always have done, but Ireland's always been like that second nation. Yeah, it's always been, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Here's
0: a there's so many people in Scotland that say Ireland is their home and they've never, mm. never lived there, but that's because of the connection with their grandparents and their, their parents and they've always went on holidays and stuff. Yeah, here's a question for you, Tony. Because I know you've got a young fella, the Euros is coming up. Mm.
1: He, was, he was, I think, born the wrong the side of the border. who will he be supporting at the
0: Euros?
2: Well. He's not at school yet, so he'll be supporting Scotland, um, so he'll, he'll do as he's told. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, but then, it's when he goes to school is what I worry about. You know what I mean? He gets influenced by people wanting him to support England and get England tops. And uh, Yeah, that, that, that concerns me. The,
1: is the other half into football much? Because I know you obviously you got your rugby league, so are they more rugby league than football? No football, oh. help
2: the the usual fair weathered kind of football fans, you know what I mean? You don't hear for them until like England's in a World Cup, and then they're on the hype, you know. I, I mean, one wh- one time where my old house used to, be, used to be, you could see it when you crossed over the the big bridge down here. I came home for work one time, and my my house was like decked out in and what do you call it? It's in George's flags. I what do call it? Oh I was, I was, oh, I was very upset. So, um, but so you
0: have got that to look forward to because your son might go down that route. You'll have to, you have to see him buy him a, a England strip and a Union Jack kind a of flag or something.
2: Oh, do you, do you know what? I, you
1: can
0: get right I just good, you can get
1: right good houses uh, in the garden these days for them.
2: <sighs> I I just couldn't no, I, I I would rather to think if you ever turned around to me said dad do you fancy going down and get two tickets to see England England versus San Marino oh couldn't I get him worse but honestly
1: if, uh, so you've got he'll have the dilemma that Chris from the podcast has because Chris would always be like Scotland Ireland Poland mm-hmm. your young fellow will have Scotland England Ireland Aye,
2: he will do because obviously his name's Irish. He's born in England, and uh, obviously I'm Scottish. You know what I mean? Um, so I so you will have that. Um, I wouldn't make too much if he didn't support Ireland. I'm not, I'm not that bothered about that. But I would want him to support Scotland. But then you, you have you have my mates down here like the typical English, like oh. Don't let him do that. Chell, do you support on Scotland? You just, just look at them and you think, oh. So, <laughs> so I'll give you I'll
0: give you two options then, Tony, right? Oh, France. I,
1: I've uh, I've, I've, <laughs> I've thrown you under the bus here, Tony. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's right, all
0: right. So, so your son supports Scotland, Aye. Both, but he also supports Rangers, or Aye. he supports England and Celtic. Oh. What do you want
2: Give me the options again because neither of them sounded too good to be honest. <laughs> so,
0: Scotland and Rangers. Are, are
2: Aye.
0: Oh, I
2: got got Tony. Tony, i got
0: uh, Or England and Celtic. He's better off just liking Rugby League, not
1: he, Tony?
2: Aye. Aye. Just. Um,
0: Golf course is looking
2: good, isn't it? I take up tennis. Er. Uh, <laughs> I
0: support British
1: if it takes up
2: territory. Oh, I know. Um. I. I no, I'd probably go with England and Celtic oh, to be honest with oh, you. Oh. I'd, I'd, oh. Uh, i I. Do you know what? No. I was. I was thinking because like if it was an English fan and supported Celtic, I. would right, I. I. I think I could sit through an England game at Wembley. I genuinely don't think I could sit through a Rangers game. at Ibrox. See, I would
0: suggest same swords. <laughs> I know,
2: but they're not Scottish.
0: <laughs> See, I would suggest I would suggest that that's probably the one you should go for because all because it's week in week out. It's going to so you you wouldn't want to hear Rangers week in week out if you're a Celtic supporter. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that, whereas. Internationals, there's
2: a couple of months, and uh, it's just when it comes to the World Cup, and they win it, and you have to go down to London and celebrate and watch a, that. Was a filthy question. That was, <laughs> oh, a, it do you remember? <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever seen Star Trek, Star oh. Trek 2, the Kobe Maru. That was it, that was a no win situation. I mean, I'll always get a pick, I, I was to get winner that, you know what I mean. <laughs> That was a cream soonest challenge. That was—I'm uh, quite proud of that. That
0: <laughs> oh, was horrible, though. That, honestly, uh, That's you your late
2: for tonight. It's your there for tonight. don't invite him back home when I'm on again. Honestly, get Chris back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's 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 one of these things, isn't it? You know, I mean, you just you just don't know what'll happen. I've got a funny feeling we end up supporting Liverpool. Not beast team. No, that's, to... that's alright
1: then if he supports an English team and in then just does the a borrow Scottish football I suppose
2: but... oh no because I, the last thing I wanted was to be one of the patronising ones you know what I mean they're, they're, those fans
1: but, is... you're a Celtic fan you get patronising Celtic fans and Rangers fans all over them bloody join
2: aye but we're Scottish patronising fans I don't mind that you know what I mean It's like, at least we're all in the same league to be patronising. I hate it when people are patronising to me when they're not in the same
1: league. Aye, well, after the whole Super 12th thing. Oh, let's get, no, we'll scrap that. Oh, Regis and Celtic, can we play in England, please? Do you know what? I I I would, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. It'd be easier for you.
0: It'd be easier for you.
1: You know, I better see more
0: games. Uh, What does it bother you, John? Right, does it bother if Rangers and Celtic go? Then the United will just take take their place. (laughs) Right, we know (laughs) from this weekend that Aberdeen are just not going to be winning. Uh Don't don't you worry about Rangers? You're full of low blows tonight, aren't you? Uh, I
2: mean, I've not even mentioned the fact that. The attack minded Dundee United team won 3 0 on the weekend. Oh,
0: you,
1: you know, you know what I me mean? love Dundee United now, aye. Dundee United are now your favorite. Thank you, honestly. After best performance of the season. Oh, they are awful. Worst team. Dreadful. <laughs> I mean, the moment, he, he, was there a game? I didn't even know there was a game. In the all, played. <laughs> did you see the Celtic game?
0: I've seen the Celtic game.
2: Well, they won each game.
0: Aye It's just uh, it I tell you what, I did say see The St. Johnston game That was uh, a, a fantastic result That one. Well
1: When I put out The shout, uh, the family chart To my family About who should we have Scotland squad Best for each position My father-in-law Quick as you like Went Xander Clark Goalkeeper <laughs> and striker <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, oh You never Xander get
0: the Clark. gold Did <laughs> Xander, 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 Xander Clark up, Xander, Xander, Xander Clark up front To knock on For, for somebody else And uh, John Collins In goals That's you sorted Mm. So, um, Tom Boyd is the mascot because that's all he's good for
1: It's early days it just, it, it just shows even more for Aberdeen but we do already that we need a big overhaul in the summer I suppose the big frustration would be we performed really well against Celtic and then to go out so at least dreadful. Can, at
0: least we, we've can, had a lot with, of
1: poor performances but
0: but I, it's, I, I it's, at least you can count on the youth uh, legs coming in from uh, Celtic with Scott Brown charging yeah, in yeah, here, Scott Brown will
1: have that dressing room sorted in no time <laughs> there's no way that performance would have happened yesterday <laughs> if he was there um, but,
2: but you just... know what though I, I, I said to you last time I was on the, the one thing I would say is I would, results I wouldn't worry about that I think this between now and the end of the season Glass will decide what players he wants to get rid of what players he wants to keep and I think oh, after, yesterday, that, yesterday after I, exactly that help them a lot with yeah. regards to the attitude the players
1: um, yeah. to get rid of them and what have you. That, I suppose there's been mid signs but in the lovely game and Celtic game we've shown we can create more chances but straight away when you've seen our line-up compared to Dundee United's line-up yesterday Dundee United were street-wise they basically went midfield let's win the midfield win the midfield and that, that was it. Whatever. Probably the thing I would say is maybe Glass was a wee bit, well, not a wee bit, he was a bit slow to kind of recognise the fact that we were getting dominated in midfield. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was quite surprised when you see that they've got Clark, McNulty and Shankly all playing, you're thinking, they're all kind of want to play central and all that type of thing, but just, don't you like to put in our best performance of the season and we put in one of our worst, which, aye. There's debate about whether maybe should we have rested players for Celtic and saved players for the cup game? But we were, no. still, we were still potentially in the hunt for third place, even though it was an outside chance. So and you, I always think you play your best players. Um, there was still enough gap between fixtures for them to be all right. But
0: but is it not the case now, though, because Rangers have been packed out, the winners of the Scottish Cup have got one game away from the... Yep, the conference, yes. The, 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 well, not the conference, the... Europa League qualifiers and then the
1: they, conference. They've got, basically, they've, they've, got, so a they've play, got a playoff, play but if they lose it, they go to the conference. Uh, so so now, they, for Aberdeen, we want Hibs to win the, the cup because I think fourth place would then get the the position.
0: So, yeah, so basically, so say, say Hibs or St. George and whoever wins the cup, they go into the Europa League playoff if they lose that, if they win that, they go into the, the group stage. But if they lose that, they go straight into the group stage of yep. the conference. That Guaranteed
1: uh, till and Christmas, aye.
0: And that's like a couple of million pounds straight into the bank. So,
1: Do uh, you know see. the draw for the Scottish Cup? No,
2: the no, semi-final? Because obviously that?
1: Kilmarnock and St Mirren are playing tonight. I've not it's even checked those out. Cause I've been I know they've got it, aye. As to <laughs> your... Nonsense about
2: uh, three. Each. <laughs> the, the draw for the club was Dundee United and Hibs one right. semi and St Johnston Samarin and the other.
1: Uh, I read a start earlier first time since 1947 that neither Rangers or Celtic have reached the semi final of the League Cup or Scottish Cup.
0: Well, mm-hmm.
1: whether you take in old club, new club, whatever debate, but that's uh, the whole thing. 1947. Yeah, so long time, ah. St. Does Callum double? Davidson now get the up if he wins the cup double? Yes, if he Aye. wins the
0: double, he does.
1: I thought he was a contender anyway.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, I, I think he was probably the next contender. Um, I think Jack Ross would be up there as well. Um, and maybe Jim Goodwin. But I think if he wins the two, the two cups, certainly by putting out Rangers in the Scottish Cup as well, I would have him ahead of Gerrard.
1: Right, so we better finalise our squad. I don't need to take four keepers because I think we're struggling elsewhere. So, we're not struggling it.
0: elsewhere. Three we are, keepers. We are struggling elsewhere. No, we've we're
1: not. Why are we struggling? We've got players that have got wait, about one vote for
0: Striker. Talk, for Striker, you've got McCoyst, Gallagher, McLaren Miller, and, and McCoyst. Gallagher. That's Gallagher. Oh, two. Nine goals. No nine caps in 53 games. Nine goals
1: important in 53 games. Important goals, important no, goals. No, this, 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 this is your problem. You like strikers <laughs> that don't score goals. They
0: score important
1: goals, they do other things. <laughs> you want four goalkeepers, which doing four keepers?
0: Why, you can only play one. We can only play probably one striker for Scotland. <laughs> yeah, but we would have a, a, at least our options. <laughs> uh, I'd be willing to take Don Hutchison. All, goalkeepers the only way to take Andy Gorham, really. Absolutely, you only
1: need one goalkeeper. One, there you go. One I'd be on client to take Don Hutchinson. Maybe Jury. Jury got honorable men. Ju- jury, it. mate. So yeah. the jury is out. you will take him.
0: Jury's
1: in. Yes. Yeah. You try to get a sponsorship deal for us? <laughs> that, that hotel company. <laughs> I wouldn't um, say no. 4, 5, 6,
0: 7, One, two, again.
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We've got nine definite defenders. Maybe another defender might end up going. um
0: midfield
1: no you should have more midfielders than anything else well 3 7 16 so maybe are we going to end up with 10 bloody midfielders is that what's yeah, going to happen yeah what's wrong with that
0: Twenty-six six man squad that's
1: what you should have mate well I think we'd be yeah, maybe we just go to t- 23 <laughs> no midfield <laughs> well who else we've got McAllister college Ferguson McCall Lambert McStay McGinn just does Fletcher go because he got two votes aye right Oh, Bully! You only get one vote. No, he,
0: yeah. you only mentioned Burley. I brought him up and then you came back one connection and suddenly he was in your team. Um, <laughs> do, do we, well, here,
1: here's the thing. If, oh, we were talk, if we talk about wild cards, maybe we take a couple of wild cards, Eon, Jess and Duncan Ferguson.
0: No. No. Because this only you that's mentioned these
1: two
2: <laughs> nah, no. no, Jess never done enough in the Scotland Jersey
1: it doesn't even necessarily be it could just be during this 90 onwards time Did we feel Jess, we we've got more we've got
2: John Jess, McCann, she she by we've got John where's,
1: where's
0: we've got John Neil McCann, McCann where's Pat Nevin yeah, Pat Nevin Pat Nevin was a terrific
1: winger not for Scotland uh,
0: he scored five goals oh, name of people what who hell? scored more name, people, name of people who scored more that's Five the whole point,
1: we've done got a lot of goals I think we're just part of the boss. take more defenders, be easier Billy McKinley Listen, Billy McKinley would the guy on
2: Twitter
0: got it right, just a team of Christian Daly's I think not.
1: No, that's the answer is it an obvious name that we've missed out anywhere midfield or defence or anywhere I'm trying to think midfield uh,
0: in fairness I would have mentioned it if I'd known it so
1: no you might not have because
0: oh, that's what I'm saying but I still wouldn't have remembered then Well,
1: I, I but now now that we've talked about all these other players I mean there's Tony coming in my new show to Billy McKinley
0: Billy McKinley was a good solid player but no I wouldn't get into this midfield
1: because basically, it's just a water carrier that's going now, so maybe we'll just take a couple of youngsters just for we the job. We've got him
0: in
1: it. We've got McCall there, aye. Uh,
0: Gary McAllister, John McGinn, John Collins, Paul Lambert, Barry Ferguson, Dan Fletcher.
1: Aye, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight midfielders,
0: right? So Neil, McCann.
1: Neil McCann's got one vote. Yeah,
0: that's enough. Enough.
1: Lambert. We've got Lambert. We've got Lambert. I think think we have more sense for some of the defenders,
0: maybe. That haven't in the squad. Let's see. Maybe Calderwood
1: goes. Calderwood gets the call up.
2: Do you know who I was thinking in defence as well? Malpas. Malpas played up until Euro 92. No. Not good enough. He was
0: good enough. No, but not ahead of. How many left backs have we taken?
2: You could put him as a centre. Well, you,
0: three right yeah. yeah. well, exactly. Uh, three right backs. Plus we get you, Boyd. We've, we've got, got twenty-five. Dione and Robertson.
1: Now, we've now got twenty-five names. I'm trying to think
2: a midfielder. No, uh, midfielder. Maybe.
1: Well, they're eight central midfielders, but only going to play how many? Two or three. So Neil
0: McKenna, Pat. So,
1: At this rate, bloody McBurney will be getting a call-up.
0: Lee McCulloch?
1: Lee McCulloch. Oh, I know who. Oh, God. What was the ball? What was his Lee name? Lee Wilkie.
0: Oh. Gary Kenneth. Grant Hanley.
1: Oh, no. no I can't remember. I'm sure there was a wide player we had at one point that was good in this era. There must be. In
0: this era?
1: In this one.
0: Scott Gemmell.
1: A wide p- winger. <laughs> winger.
2: A winger?
1: It may end up having to just be Neil McCann just because he's a wide player. Or Nevin. Nevin or McCann. Who gets the, the final jersey? I
0: think or Nevin... James,
1: For- Or James Forrest did get a mention, actually. But I don't think he's done enough in a Scotland jersey. Or Sean Maloney.
0: Sean Maloney. But then that's you
1: again. Is that a striker or
0: a midfielder? Attacker. Attacker. <laughs> what do you class an attacker as? A, forward, a striker or a midfielder?
1: He's not a midfielder. He's a, a winger.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's in the midfield A winger. A,
1: a striker. Oh, I was just taking 25 men. James Morrison the boss is too small it's only a twenty-five man boss.
2: Oh, James Morrison remember him um, god yeah a blast for the past
1: how, how have we not had any wingers since Snodgrass eh uh, had a one good campaign how many did you need you've got Neil McCann you've got Pat Nevin I've
0: told you the two <laughs> Or oh, Ryan Fraser and James Forrest.
1: Ryan, Ryan Fraser's actually got an all right record for Scotland, I think, so far, no, just he's won enough appearances. He
0: also played for Aberdeen, which this swings your vote.
1: I think he's been, a pretty, he has been effective for us. I've actually not really mentioned that many Aberdeen players, to be honest.
0: Oh, you're just you're all up for taking Ian Jess because I have mentioned them. Ian Jess, Great. I it's think,
1: more yeah. Yep. I think. Well,
0: only big Burnley.
2: Going... Yeah, I'm trying to think it.
0: But just only, going to... only bit burnley, it, it was
1: it's twenty five men, I think, because it twenty five, possibly 26.
0: I think we just take Kerry Douglas. She was probably still good in the nineties. <laughs>
1: Let's see, maybe 90, 90, 92. Brian McClure. I did, he wasn't good enough for Scotland. I think he only scored one goal, and that was one against CIS. Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking
0: at the squads and on the one there. It's just nobody that... Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, I told you two of them, so... Uh, let me see. Oh, Jesus, they're honking. <laughs> See, Matt McLeod
1: fuck off. Oh, oh, here's somebody that maybe was no mention, but I think could maybe get a, a shout. Stephen Naismith.
0: Yeah. Mm. Versatile. Um, I wouldn't have my head in the McCann though.
1: I'm sure he just gave McCann the last spot.
0: Right. <laughs> unless he could tell me a better person for that spot. Um I always every time I look at the Euro ninety two squad, it always kind of jumps out at me. Duncan Ferguson was actually in it. Yep. Um Alan McLaren was in it too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So was Pat Nevin. uh And it was weird, McCoy's was number five as well. It bizarre. Mixed to was it,
1: was it, ah, it was because uh, he did it by caps. The numbers. I think.
0: Yeah, F- no, That's what happens when you've got a teacher as the coach. Uh, Dave McPherson. Never mentioned him. Funnily no, enough. Funnily enough. No, no. <laughs> Alan Johnston. That's another winger. I suppose. Oh, was all right. Colin Cameron. Again, McCann would be better
1: both of them so will just stick with McCann Aye we'll just go with McCann so we've got our 26 man squad so Leighton Gorham Gordon Henry I feel a
0: bit sorry for the overkill because he's obviously the, the guy that's going to last on the bus Aye
1: he's carrying the water of Henry <laughs> McLeish Goff Weir Tierney McKimmy Robertson Boyd Daley Calderwood McAllister Collins Ferguson McCall Lambert McStay McGinn Fletcher McCann McCoy McFadden Miller Jury. Put a fork in me. Done. We got there in the end. Yeah, just about. I don't want to be any I don't want be anyone saying you should have had this person and that person maybe. I think we've we've done alright. I think
0: we've given everybody at least a fair mention, surely. Even if they didn't make that final squad. Yeah. Um
1: I think that's a wrap. I think that's us. We've done. We've got the squad for the fantasy tournament. That's never going to happen, but it was good fun, actually. <laughs> it was enjoyable. Lots of good laughs there. So, cheers, guys. Is it 49 days no, now? 12, for thanks. 49 days, I think.
0: 49, yeah. Just touching 48.
1: You want to give a wee shout out for your video? Uh,
0: yeah, so if you just follow Twitter at thefootyblog.net or... Uh, sorry at the footy blog net or it's at the supporters direct YouTube channel and it's a twitter of... name
1: is the footy blog net
0: yes the footy at the footy blog net yes um, and it's just a kind of hype video and it shows off Scotland and gets us a bit ready for the Euros
1: yes right thanks guys and we shall catch up soon
0: cheers thank you. Well, See you cheers
1: bye bye <laughs>